It's good. This conversation is mostly, ah, I was going to say divine dolls, but I think that it's an important conversation to be heard by um, divine masculines because I think that um, I know I'm a little particular, but I think that most men don't really think along these lines. And I'm pretty sure you're going to see the title is going to be talking about how there was a surge or increase in STIs in 2022. And um, I was listening to a YouTuber, Lisa Cabrera. She likes to, you know, pull articles and and read the articles or share the stats or the findings. And um, y'all already know I'm finicky with, with anything having to do with sexually transmitted disease, venereal disease. And I think even coming from a personal experience, like that was the year that I found out I was being cheated on. And what lies below the surface, like there is the emotional aspect of it, the way I found out. But the the part of the, the thing was, I'm the type of girl <laughs> that <clears throat> after my relationships ended, I would always make sure to go to my OBGYN. I had my, as I was more adulting, I would go for my annual checkups. But it was just the idea of um, of that, but the thing is, remember, 2020, was it, um, let me, uh, did I close out the article? 2020, I might have said 2022. 2020, the pandemic, um, had just started to kick off December 2019, so this means to tell me, like, we are being so fucking reckless, like, literally, you know, sexually at a time when we're supposed to be, if anything, cutting back on the sexual activity and being precautious of who our our partners are and who we're paying attention to, now we're just like total disregard to the point where there was a surge, a surge in STDs in 2021. Um, And so part of what aggravated me with that too was having to go and get checked. but also, it just felt like a total blatant disregard also for my family because at that time, I have elderly parents. And around that time, you're trying to make sure, like, I call, I call them elderly. They're in their, like, like mid-60s, just coming off of retirement age, a little bit, not quite into their 70s, not at all, but in that range. <clears throat> and so... I'm being super precautious. I'm getting them, you know, like natural remedies, checking in on them. You know, that's the only people I'm going to go see. Like, I'm not even going to go see my my friends. But at least I figured the guy I'm with, like, that's the one person that kind of coming around my circle and that type of thing, wearing the mask. Um, When I tell you how many um, cleaning supplies we went through, you know, just in the car, in my purse, hand sanitizer, like the whole kit and caboodle. And for you to have that just total blatant disregard as if we didn't have a whole pandemic and how highly contagious coronavirus was just out here. And, and it's kind of weird to me too, because it just kind of gives me a screenshot into people's minds. Like, 
it's just so reckless to me, you guys. I, you're going to hear the aggravation in my voice probably for the rest of this podcast. I, I don't know. But so here were some of the interesting things that she brought out. Um, and so, yeah, as I finish up, I think part of my issue, too, that is such a pet peeve for me and is for all the other women that these men are sleeping with and also men who have these high, like, lay counts. Like, I forget how much it was. Um... I think Mylan was saying he had like a 1500 body count or 1100 body count. I can guarantee you after every, you know, he can use protection or whatever, but how frequently is he going to get checked up to make sure that he doesn't have something or not passing on something? You know, I think that we also underestimate that kissing is a part of us is another way for you to get STIs. So it's like, you can wear the condoms, but it, and so then you have some people who are not going to do the whole kissing thing, whatever, right. But it's like, I know that I check myself. But part of what aggravated me is just in the back of my mind. It just really grossed me out, you guys, the idea that we both had been with this person. I don't know if she checked herself. She probably don't have to check herself because for all she knows, she's with her fiance. So why would she have to go check herself? I don't know how many other people were in the mix. And then if those other people are in the mix, I don't know their sexual habits or their their hygiene practices and whatnot. I, it just really aggravates me. I think that, you know, the way that... <clears throat> people used to or still do engage in sexual activity is something that um I have a reverence for it but um but I think that it's one of those things like I will joke about it but it's to the point where these type of things and these type of stats when I tell you I had made a joke about how I think was it like maybe at this point three or four podcasts back and I was saying like, it's okay if, if there's like a fine, handsome gentleman across the room and he can be looking good in his suit, we might talk or whatever. But I like the idea of going home with my holy, sanctified, moisturized, SDI free self. Okay. And I don't have to worry about this person cheating on me, this person bringing home STIs to me and the infidelity and everything else that comes with it, the recklessness that comes with it. And it's to the point where like, legit, like if I have to die alone with, I like dogs. So listen, I'll get me a good cane Corso, or um, I also like the um, Great Danes. And there's also this, um, there's this dog company that they have, like, they're like Cocker Spaniels, but they're, they're not Cocker Spaniels, but they're like this breed, like they're badass like they look like cocker spaniels like their ears but it's they're they're not that i know i'm butchering it it's a good thing i'm not mentioning their name because i don't but they're kind of like <clears throat> they're kind of big like king corsos but they have here like uh, cocker spaniels because cocker spaniels are kind of like the dumbest dog so i know it's not a cocker spaniel but it's it's a really tall high dog um listen if if i have to die single like i have no qualms about it <clears throat> And this kind of stuff, it's just like, um, I don't know, like even for women, like, are y'all not even going to your OBGYN and checking yourself? Anyways, let me get into the stats that um, Lisa Capero was talking about. So in 2020, now, mind you, we're in a whole pandemic. We're supposed to be on lockdown. We're supposed to be wearing our masks. This is at the height of, of it all, right? Not 2021. This is 2019. I remember December 
like the alerts started to come out. They started to, to shut down flights or whatever. But nah, y'all decided instead of just, you know, getting jiggy with it to really get jiggy with it. Just reckless. Gonorrhea went up 10%. Right? <clears throat> um, syphilis jumped. Uh, there was an increase in stage two up to 235% jump in syphilis and there was also a jump in the stage two cases that were reported and the thing about syphilis is there were a lot of pregnant women who were passing this on to their children to their babies to their newborns when they gave birth that kind of stuff can can um, leave the baby blind too if i'm not mistaken and so it's just the stuff of like i don't know if the guys like got her pregnant and had syphilis and or was cheating on her while she was pregnant and now she has syphilis and now passing it on to the baby and now the baby has antibodies there was a book that triggered the hell out of me it was um it was a book by a, a psychologist and i read that book and it really triggered me but even at the time that he wrote the book um um i want to say it was dr sinclair upton and he had a couple of chapters talking about sex and the culture. And it was to the point when he wrote that book that there were entire cities where everyone had STDs, including the children. And I still think that that culture, like, obviously you can hear it. If you have newborns being born with um, syphilis, right? jumped 235%. I don't know what the levels were before the pandemic or before 2020. We're just being so reckless. Like, I hope the aggravation is really coming through. Um, and one of the things I've been mentioning too is, <clears throat> you know, men will say that they want a PYT and they want a pretty girl and she has to have her hygiene and her pretty toes and she has to have, you know, bright skin and straight teeth and pretty hair and this and then the third. But y'all are so reckless and motherfucking nasty that I know y'all are not, you know, after these things, you're not getting your regular checkups. You're not practicing safe, you know, sex. You're not making sure that you're practicing clean habits. And I don't know. Like I said, like to me, when I tell you, if if I never had sex again, I'll, I'm not even playing with, playing with you. I will die with a smile on my face, STD free. Thankfully, I've never caught anything. You know, I've shared with you guys my body counts like low. Some people probably listen. It's not that serious to me. I think that um, I cannot begin. And 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 let's just re- let's just be keep it all the way 100 I don't know what will happen to me if you're gonna tell me that I'm gonna do all the inner work and all the shadow work and have the twinkle back in my eye and be in a happy place and finally get that part to that part where I can open up my heart to somebody right finally hold on And then come to find out, I caught something. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And 
this is going to kind of go a little bit into relationships. The thought has come to my mind a little bit. It just, it, it just is what it is. I know for a fact I'm finicky. I know some people are willing to take risks. And, and sometimes you just get in the heat of the moment. But it's not that serious to me. It is really not. Um, it's to the point, like, even after hearing this report, I don't even think I want to shake people's hand. Like, I think that I could go through all the precautions of, you know, I will gladly show him my medical records for my, for my OBGYN. And this is the thing. I don't really, I, like I said, I don't, it's fascinating to me that the rates are this high because they're obviously sleeping with women. And, um, and I, I want to say I kind of low-key get a sense that y'all not even going to get your yourself checked because when you go to your OBGYN, you have to list who your sexual partner is. Well, some people probably don't, you know, I don't know how they feel about the integrity of that, but you list who your sexual partner is and that information if you if you catch something it goes to the center for disease control that's how they track so if you if you catch something um they're going to be checking that partner to see where it came from like who done it and why and um that's how they notify other people right um unfortunately and and the recklessness starts from a young age because um, I won't go into the details of who said it, but they have um, children in high school and they have 16 year olds that are being notified that they have an STD because their their OBGYN is tracking, you know, this person got it. These are the people that they slept with. And then now you contact their doctors and, and that's how they get notified your 16-year-old has disease, you heard? And this is all in the middle of the pandemic. This is all within the last 12 months. No, this is, yeah, this was 2021. 16-year-olds already have bodies on their OBGYN records of everybody they've slept with. It's numbers, and those people have it. And then I'm pretty sure they're just at the beginning of their um, lifespan of having sexual partners. And so then it's like, are we really going to have conversations and find out like, you know, and and, and I think it's, it's one of those things where I'm just going to really kind of talk it through and it is what it is. Like I said, at this point, I, I don't give a fuck. Like in every sense of the word, I don't give a shit. When I tell you I'm going to be booking cruises, traveling, facials, massages, buying properties, into crypto, sipping paints, <laughs> the works, starting new businesses. When I tell you I have no interest of going into any relationships, this is part of it because it really messes with my psyche, right? But um, you you would have to get to the point where you're comfortable having a conversation with them. You know, I think that sometimes we joke and we say, well, what's your body count? But no, really, like, I almost, I already started cursing a little bit, but it's like, what lies below it? It's like, are you going to let me see your medical records? You know, um, have you ever contracted an STI before? And, <clears throat> and then now it's stuff like, to me, like, for real, for real, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Like, 
I, like I said, I don't even see myself like coming into physical contact. Like I will look at you from across the room. I will get my eyeful and I will, don't come over here. Don't even try to shake my hand. Like I'm not, no, don't buy me a drink. Don't even talk to me. Don't even breathe my air, sir, sir, sir. (laughs) Six foot, like six foot thing. Like, no, no, no. Because it's stuff like, um, God, I lost my train of thought there, but it's like, you're going to tell me, you know, you're just bringing disease. The second, the, the third one that, that she mentioned was things like chlamydia. And she said that there was, um, based on the article she was reading, there was a decline. And you would think like, oh, well, that's a good thing. Maybe, you know, more people. And, she, and they said that the thing with chlamydia, and I'm pretty sure it has to do with symptoms, because the other stuff like gonorrhea and syphilis, like you're you're gonna be itching and scratching and feeling all nasty and stuff. <clears throat> but with the chlamydia, I think that it's one of those silent ones. I don't know. I'm not even trying to like pull up pictures on my like I'm not even gonna play with you, like pull up pictures and see the nastiness and the blindness and everything that goes with it. Um but it was a decline in it because it was actually undiagnosed. The less people, because one of the things they said that you, in order for you to test for it, you have to go and get a pap smear. So that tells me that women, you are just as reckless as these men out here. You're sleeping with them. You're opening yourself up to these STIs. You're going to be undiagnosed and sleeping with, with other different partners right? And this stuff, like I've been talking a little bit like about health oracles and supplements and fitness. And this might be the one and only because I really am disgusted and disturbed with the whole, I was before this. This aggravates me to my core. I'm probably going to have to listen to some kumbaya music, sage myself, douse myself in Florida water and put on my Tibetan singing bowls at 936 hertz before I fall asleep because this stuff just really aggravates me. I know y'all ain't getting your, your pap smears. You're not getting your OBGY and stuff. You're opening yourself up to disease. You heard, um, we're just being reckless. And like I said, I think that we joke about it and we say, well, oh, well, you know, body count 300 or whatever, or 30 or 40, but no, what's really going on below that? It's like, okay, you don't want to answer the body count. When's the last time you went to your doctor to make sure that you were checked, that you're STD free, that you're not opening yourself up to that. And then it's, it's even stuff like, if you really want to like piss me the hell off is like when it comes to children. Because if if I remember correctly, like when I tell you, I don't even, I'm not even, I'm not going to pull anything up on any other stats on this, but, um, even if you give birth to the child um, with cesarean, because if, it, if the baby goes to the birth canal for the syphilis, I know that it can get in their eyes and they can end up blind. But even when you give them cesarean, like you have to be careful with the transfer of the, the body fluids or the that type of thing. So, so it just, it's not fair to the child and the, they have to carry those antibodies or be born with that stuff. That is so sad. Like that is just so not fair. And like I said, when um, Upton Sinclair, he was a psychologist. He's one of like the founding psychologists. Great book. It will trigger TF out of you. Um, but um, 
yeah, whole entire cities. Then this was back then. And even the children had STDs. But like I said, here in 2021, 16-year-olds with high body counts, right? Promiscuous already with high body counts. You know, in a neighborhood where they are affluent enough to get um, OBGYN checks and um, have the doctors reported to centers for disease control. And you're going to have some stupid, a knuckleheaded people that are like, well, then I'm not going to go get a pap smear. They're going to stick their ostrich head in the sand and figure that, well, if I don't report it, I don't want people in my business. You're just really dumb and you're playing yourself because it's one of those things kind of like, well, um, now you're, now you're really playing stupid. It's kind of like, well, I don't want my girlfriend or my wife to find out who I've been sleeping with or whatever, what have you. Not only are you putting her life at jeopardy and at risk, one of the things that Upton Sinclair said is the most likely woman to get an STD is the virtuous wife. And that stuck with me, um, because it's the idea that she's at home, She's sanified, holy, you know, dedicated to her husband, taking care of the home, virtuous woman, waited, got married, got the ring, wifely duties, and he's out here just being promiscuous. The most likely person to get a STD is the virtuous wife. It's like, you just, you know can't win. But anyways, let me get off of here. I just wanted you to think about that. I, and you, you know, I will close out with this in the sense that I'm not even talking about, um, spiritually transmitted diseases or spiritually transmitted, um, diseases. I mean, for those of you who are kind of into the spiritual community or believe in levels of consciousness, it, it's, it, they're both equally as bad. I think that it's even, I think me being conscious my my fur baby's about to start um barking because like the neighbors like there's a cat that goes in the backyard and it makes its rounds and i know in like in 0.3 seconds it's gonna hit my backyard and then my little one is gonna start barking (laughs) but i think that i i know i probably come across as like really kind of snooty when it comes to these things Um, but we underestimate, like, even when we talk about the sacred energy exchange, I do those. I understand that it's a normal part of life. I like to believe that there is a high vibrational divine masculine out there, um, for those of you who want to, but sometimes like Loki, I think like the dating pool is full of shit, (laughs) right? Um, um, But but when I do the oracles, I, you know, try to keep it in light of sacred energy exchange and I try to keep it in the light of um, sacred and high vibrational. Um, and I've said it before and I'll say it again too, like I think that even maybe a week ago, I would have said that there's a possibility I have my, you know, I've talked about my fortress. It is Fort Knox. I have a lots of towers with guards. I have a moat. I have gators in that bitch. I have pythons in that bitch. The drawbridge is, is like up. I have guards at the top. 
of the fortress with arrows, with fire. Like, don't try to even come over here with anything less than knight in shining armor type of energy. Um, and so, but with this layer, like, listen, and, and so it's stuff like, mm -mm, I would just, I, one of the things I was saying earlier was when I was younger, it makes me realize how much like how carefree I could be but in this day and age and I think even moving forward it's like now you've got to really show me your your um medical records I don't give a f if if you never want to talk to me again good sir don't ever talk to me again get out my face like no um I need to see medical records okay I need to know like make sure that it's clean I need to see the blood work um <laughs> right and um if if i catch something like it's one thing where you're gonna have to pay for all of my my um medical records and stuff like that that's even if i want to talk to you but it's like now we gotta fight because now you're messing with my health and all up until this point i've made, made sure to the best of my ability the best that i knew and i think that that's part of the the underlying traumas that late like me having to be like walk into my OBGYN and explain to her let's do this check let me make sure I don't have disease you heard waiting for the results you know what I'm saying in the middle of a goddamn freaking pandemic and now I'm looking at my doctor and she's looking at me like who is this naker like I'm like look right Mm -mm. Um, I don't know. I'm, you know, we might do another podcast on spiritually transmitted diseases. I think that, um, in the right time, it will come up. If I'm already doing sacred energy oracles in the hopes of giving you something high vibrational to think about, and that's still fun and playful, we can do that. But at the same time, this is the shadow side of, of things. And I hope that you're just as aggravated as I am. Um, if you aren't, you need to be because guess what? All of those numbers, 235% increase in syphilis. What are the odds that whoever your next partner is going to be has encountered that and has just been completely reckless with their peen, community peen and community pussy? Like, and then now you're going to raise your consciousness and then want to come talk to me? Nah. Nah. I know people joke about it a lot and it's like, oh, you're going to die single. Oh, hell. Well. One thing I will do is I will die STI free. I tell you what. <laughs> when they bury me, I'm not going to have a herpes breakout on my lip. <laughs> you know, they say some of the most promiscuous people are actually in convalescent homes. No, not I. No, Mr. Jones, you take your walker and you walk her on over there. You go with Miss Mary Jane. Not over here. No, sir. No, ma'am. Mm -mm. <laughs> Goals in life? To die STI free. I'm not with the shits. Aggravate. I'm, I'm so agitated. I probably need to go just take a bath. When I tell you sage, Tibetan bowls, Florida water, um, 
uh, I need to just clear this from my, but I think I needed to address it nonetheless. I think women, and if you can't even afford to go and get an, um, pap smear once a year or after a relationship ends, then you probably don't need to be in the streets with these men. If they don't, if they don't want to share their medical records with you and you can't have be, you know, have the ovaries or the titties to, to have this conversation, then you probably don't need to be having sex with these people. I'm just saying. And then that's where, you know, people who cheat, it really aggravates me because you're taking away the free will from that person who's at home being faithful to you. That's that's part of the reason I have a big problem with cheaters because it's like if if you want an open relationship, there are a lot of women who want open relationships, but don't take away my freedom of choice and don't jeopardize my health and my well-being. Because let me tell you, like, I don't even want to speak it, but it's like, don't let me open my heart to this one person and then you give me something because then now we got to fight <laughs> and now it's a problem. But anyways, like I said, let me let me get off of here. I don't even know if you can hear. I'll even just spray some right here, some of the Florida water. I just love how it smells. Ooh-wee, girl. Mm. Well, I'll put it in my bath water, too. I probably will just take a bath right now because I just need to get this energy off of me. Mm, that smelled good, though. But anyways, all right, until the next podcast, peace.